power, power, speak a little louder. If there was a pill, I'll be better that could give you five minutes. Spit it so they get it. I'm embedded with the power. A pure power. I'm embedded with the power. Would you take it? Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com. Photo, video, digital media production. Today we are discussing Project Power, the 2020 uh netflix film i believe it was bidded by netflix created and directed by uh the guys that created uh paranormal activity and they also created the movie nerve or they directed the movie nerve um let me go back and check real quick to make sure that these are the same guys that that were the directors of uh the original ones so this is a uh, henry jost and uh ariel shulman um very interesting directors when it comes down to what they have in in their back pockets um i will say that overall these guys are responsible for paranormal th- uh three uh, paranormal activity three and paranormal activity four um they also directed the movie uh the catfish movie in 2010 didn't get great critical reception to be honest but i will say these guys are uh up and coming uh filmmakers that i think have a competent direction to the style of what they're shooting now um going to the the writing uh the writers the writer is matson tomlin he is going to be the new writer for the batman uh, 2021 starring Robert Pattinson. Um, so, uh, this is also the same director, sorry, the same writer as, uh, smaller movies. I haven't really heard of before. Um, let me see if I I can see anything that anyone's familiar with. He's a writer on, uh, 2020's little fish. He's also, uh, a writer on persuasion, 2014 bruiser, 2012. These are movies I've never even heard of. So he must be kind of just now getting onto the mainstream main, main scene kind of thing. Um, so, uh, let's just talk about some of the good things off the top. Uh, a couple of the good things about this. Oh, or maybe we should maybe we should re- rewind and talk about what what the actual the premise is because people are like Project Power. What exactly does that mean? Um, so let's let's talk about what Project Power actually is. The movie Project Power. Synopsis: When a pill that gives its users unpredictable superpowers for five minutes hits the streets of New Orleans, a teenager, a, de- a teenage dealer. A local cop must team up with an ex-soldier to take down the group responsible for its creation. So it's the standard, there's this uh, strange eluding drug on the streets and we are with our characters that are in different parts of the movie. We got the the good guy that has to do the really brooding stuff to get the things done we got the clearly the good protagonist who's on the side of good but he might have to get his foot a little bit bad we have the people that are struggling you know we have um we have the main leads as jamie fox as art he's uh essentially the ex-soldier who's kind of going on this mission 
to to figure out what's the cause of these drugs. And now the thing is, people are like, well, what's the big deal about the drugs? Well, the drugs are kind of like this excessive uh, way to put our characters in a world of superheroes. So let me let me explain real quick. Our main characters, Jamie, played by Jamie Foxx, his name's Art. Jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt um, plays Frank. Dominique Fishback plays Robin. And so these are our main characters that are going along this superhero suburban B-action movie. But I don't think the script is completely sold. I don't think the script feels like it's completely finished. I think the idea of these pills running around on the streets and some of these pills might give you superpowers and some of these pills might cause you to uh, uh, spontaneously combust uh, is a really fascinating idea. It kind of reminds me of those... uh, do y'all remember the quarter machines back in like the 90s and 80s that you'd get like a quarter and you get like this random ass uh, toy of some sort and you, you know you would get excited to crack open the toy it kind of reminded me of that but imagine that with drugs and plus you get superpowers instead of some random toy so yeah I thought the the premise for the actual movie was uh, pretty uh, a pretty original concept when it came down to the two spectrums of you know kind of having like this projects kind of suburban under underground drug dealing world meets the superhero world and kind of smashing them together in a way they do it competently i don't think this movie is great but if you think that the synopsis for you know uh, superpowered drugs that give you some sort of random power is cool then um yeah, I would definitely at least check into the movie. I would. I, it's it's worth at least the time, mostly because uh, we haven't had any original movies coming through on the big screen, mostly because of the pandemic. But um, movie theaters aren't open, so uh, there aren't really big movies coming to the theater right now. So I'm really just looking for anything to just kind of entertain me at this point and. Uh, this is new, original. We have got a great cast. We've got competent direction. I think overall, the pros of this movie um, outweigh the cons, and I think you're going to be entertained by watching this movie. So um, the pros for this movie, it's an interesting premise with uh, pretty pretty stylish camera work. I was actually impressed. It makes me want to go back and check out some of their other stuff. I do know that um, Catfish was not critically well acclaimed, and I think... Uh, what was it? Paranormal three and four were the ones that were kind of on the decline of those. So um, I might need to go back and see if maybe they've just significantly improved since then. So um, the cinematography, along with the camera work, is uh, is impressive and it works. The music, I think it. This music kind of has like this '80s theme synth to it that I really enjoy. Most recently, I don't. I, I, it's been many years since I've uh really caught on to the trend but i feel like it's within the last five years the 80s synth music has really been working especially with the hacking hacking type of stuff and when we're you know they're um trying to hack into the mainframe or get you know pull a reversed heist kind of thing um you know kidnap reverse kidnap somebody or something like that you know um this movie is i would say the right 
amount of campiness, but I don't know if it has the budget to really go full fledged, full hawk. Now, I I was impressed by some of the effect shots. Let me see if I can find. I Netflix doesn't like releasing their their budget, so it's really hard to find anything. I don't see anything at the moment. Um, I might have to see if I can uh, find it real quick. Um, Project Power budget, ding ding ding, hacking into the name network mainframe, ding 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 ding. Oh wow! Okay, so this was an eighty-five million dollar budget in comparison to, um, I think Extraction was a Netflix uh joint was so this is okay extraction was 65 million so you know um 89 million for a movie of this scale sounds about right it's got it's got the right amount of star power the special effects all of that really coincide with what this movie is really trying to offer and they are trying to start their own kind of, I kept thinking about it, X-Men universe. I mean, essentially what these pills are allowing these people to do is turn into to X-Men of some sort. You know, uh, the, when I was watching the trailer, I'm going to start talking a little bit more about the trailer right now before I get into spoilers. But before I talk about the cons and everything, the trailer was what kind of sold me. I mean, I don't normally watch uh, trailers for things. I'm just like automatically, like, oh yeah, I'm going to watch that or I'm not going to watch that. Mostly because I knew it was going to the theater. I was just like, yeah, I'll eventually watch it, I guess. But since things aren't going to the theater, things are kind of muddled in what I want to watch these days. And so I did watch a little bit of the trailer and I saw this guy freaking go, whoosh, turn into a freaking flame on dude. I was like, oh my Lanta. I was like full on, like not ready for all of that. And so when I saw that Netflix is trying to put uh, some serious money behind what they're uh, producing these days, I mean, I was like really hog wild for it. I, I was ready for this kind of entertainment, mostly because it's been months since we've gotten anything. And, and so I guess I'm not excusing this movie because there is no other movies to really uh, have a competition for or a competition with like it there, there hasn't been for me personally a, a a big blockbuster of something over 50 million uh probably shown um since at least sonic or something like that i, I maybe i need to go back and check but i was um i was pleasantly surprised to see the camera work with what was going on during this movie now let's talk about some of the cons uh you know, past having a good cast, good camera work, an interesting uh, origi original idea, quote unquote, for people listening. Um, uh, but when I say, you know, quote unquote, original idea, it's kind of like two original ideas that are put together to kind of fuse. But anyways, um, the the main reason for for saying all this is I do want to talk about the cons because I don't think this movie is by, perfect at all. Um, let me see what we got for the cons. Okay, so the biggest con that we are going to talk about before um, going into spoilers because anything else is going to be in spoiler territory is the script. The script is nada. It's not great. It's not I don't want to say it's actively bad but I don't want to say it's it well I've heard some people say that this script feels incomplete and I don't disagree with them 
I think that they had an, a great idea. They said, let's give these pills to, I guess, the quote unquote projects, give them for free. We'll allow people to have these, uh, these uh, pills, but they didn't think past that. They didn't think past having the power, past the risk. And so that's where it kind of feels like it's a little bit muddled and they kind of start like, uh, you know, running, spinning their wheels a little bit as they are trying to figure out what, where the movie is going to land. And so in my opinion, they have a really strong first act and strong setup strong world building and world building in a way for you know for the 89 million dollar budget um and the special effects are uh, you know are enough to keep you entertained and for me i was entertained the majority of the time i um, was not bored two hours is about right but i could definitely see that they are going to try to expand on this world and so um with saying that the script is the biggest problem Let's go into detail about what we thought about, uh, you know, was the problem with Project Power, um, specifically in detail. Um, all right, let's let's talk about it. Let me uh, let me post on here spoilers for all the cool cats that are just now joining in, and uh, spoiler. Spoiler section. Spoiler section. Oh, how does it feel to be in the spoiler section? There we go. Why is... Oh, I got you. I got you. There we go. All right, so thank you for watching live, anyone watching live or watching the VOD supporting the lucky dog podcast we could not do this without your support and so let's talk about this movie in spoilers project power so uh yeah i i said my biggest problem my biggest gripe with this specific movie is uh let me see what's it called uh is is the uh the script so why is it? So let's talk about it from a spoiler section. Free drugs. First of all, no way in hell are uh, is anyone getting free drugs. That's that should be the biggest red flag. MGK at the beginning of this should have been like, you know, Newt. Newt should have had something to say about some free drugs because that didn't even make any sense. Um, and having Rodrigo Santoro as, uh, the guy that's pushing it at the, the middleman. Um, yeah, I was really glad to have him, but the, it felt like, why did they need to track the, you know, you know, the people in the projects or people, uh, that are you know, on, uh, clearly struggling in society like what was the purpose of that again i i they they were the guinea pigs or something like that uh we'll, we'll talk about it hold on okay so free drugs feel like that's that's the biggest red flag i didn't think that i didn't believe that for a minute um i did like the world building the news reports of different people seeing what was happening in real life i enjoyed that i, I enjoyed seeing the uh i enjoyed ex not I think that 
what makes this movie feel like it's feels like it's not just happening in one or two or three locations is the fact that they're showing news reports they're giving radio calls they're giving uh uh small things that really uh, lead to what would expect in a world filled of people taking drugs that would either cause you to go crazy explode so combust or turn into some sort of superpowered guy so uh yeah tonally i will say it's a little bit all over the place some parts are really fucking intense like the very beginning when uh robin is getting roughed up by these guys and before joseph gordon levitt shows up kind of uh white savior in it and whatnot i will say that it was a little bit intense there's just some scenes when it comes to the violence against women is kind of like whoa um but i i mean i guess i i could go back and say the violence against guys is kind of intense as well but i just felt like particularly uh you know uncomfortable some during some of those scenes I, they felt like it kind of lavished a little bit and uh, a little bit more on those scenes you know a guy would get punched versus uh a, a woman would be kidnapped in the back of the car uh you know robin's kidnapped by jamie fox for the first little bit of this and you can't even it's kind of not even clear whether he's a good guy or a bad guy for the beginning of this movie so that was uh the one thing i was just a little bit unclear about um so let me see something quick all right um so yeah jamie fox kind of gives this like uh sense of like instant paranoia for the movie mostly because he's showing you how to open up a hotel latch really easily i was like oh fruit that i'm never going to stay at a hotel that has one of these latches um i was like yeah that's that that's enough to just make me paranoid right there um i did like the special effects on the pill that is shown i mean there's some serious money put onto these you know they keep saying the power i'm if i if, i wish i had a dollar for every time they said power i was just like oh my goodness um but anyways yeah i i did enjoy the effects on the power pill and i will say uh let me see um the effects look good mgk's you know mgk he plays pretty interesting uh knockoff slim shady kind of guy um the crazy old lady downstairs knows it's newt she knows that newt is on fire like it would you I, I didn't think you could tell it was newt unless he had been taking these before and so maybe the crazy old lady that lived underneath them knew that that was newt i don't i, I don't even know starts whacking jamie fox um also at the beginning um we also are introduced to robin a little bit we uh find out that she can um she can rap and that's her quote-unquote power um i thought they were going to kind of tie it into you know people trying to take away uh black culture or they were people were, I, I thought jamie fox was going to kind of go away with saying that you know use your power to kind of elevate yourself out of uh, a lower status i guess i don't know and and we know Robin as a teenage girl that hates school, that uh, is dealing this drug so she can make enough money for ends meet for her mother's cancer treatments, which kind of don't really amount to anything. Um, 
just kind of an instant way for you to feel sorry for her, for for her needing money and so for her needing the drug i guess um uh we get a flashback of uh jamie's daughter being taken uh, jamie fox's daughter being taken um and that's when mgk has exploded at the, at that point um we flash over next scene is the rap in uh robin's head while she's getting scolded out by a teacher that was a pretty cool scene i kind of reminded me a little bit of uh blind spotting in a way i was like blind spotting did this kind of exact same thing where it just kind of started the narrative and i thought there was going to be a lot more rapping and musical flow to this to this movie but they kind of flow they they're kind of trying to like weave in and out of a superhero movie and a a black urban superhero community filled film where there's also touchstones of the uh the community and society that they're living in not only in new orleans but also in within the black community and so i thought that there was going to be a lot more touchstones regarding um you know rap and uh, you know, growing at growing up as a, a young black woman, um, such as Robin, and uh, there is this kind of dynamic, this kind of father daughter dynamic that you kind of think you think is going to kind of uh, amount to something, and it really I don't know if it amounts to anything at the very end. That's kind of the biggest my biggest gripe on it, but we we can kind of go a little bit more in detail. Um, there is a really cool. A scene with uh joseph gordon levitt trying to you know chase this invisible guy There's, you know and the camera's pulling out from all these you know these crazy scenarios where the invisible guys like you know sneaking around like <laughs> and um so that was a pretty fancy scene i like i thought the action scenes were were fun i and that's something that is I feel like it probably would have been missing in many other films, which is why I'm kind of giving this a little bit more of a pass. I like I had an actively fun time watching the the action film uh, aspects of this, um, despite the script not really serving everything that I needed it to. So um, what do we got? Um, oh, yeah. So we see Joseph Gordon-Levitt all of a sudden takes takes his power uh and it's like in five minute increments and so he gets shot by the invisible guy while on the power it's like you know like some craziness i thought he got infused with the power not that he turned bulletproof so um yeah i was sometimes confused about what the actual power was but i was like okay and if we think back on it I can't really remember. Maybe only two people died on the actual thing. I I need to go back and check if they if there were more than one that uh, overdosed on it. Um, I, I think the late the frozen lady might have overdosed on it. I was kind of confused about what the hell the power was for her anyway. Turned into an ice sculpture. Um, so yeah, and so we find out that the power is for government tracking systems i guess within the they're giving them to the poor as you know a guinea as if they're guinea pigs you know they're testing it almost so i was like why wouldn't they just use your cell phone which what all of these people are using i mean 
half the time all these people are have cell phones on them why wouldn't they just be tracked by that way i i, I, I guess because they wanted to test to see if the 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 power that gives you animal power would do anything i don't know and i'll talk about that in a second in a little bit the fact that this power the powers are based on something that were, was extracted from animals of some sort it doesn't make it, it, it it's a big leap in logic from what the heck's going on but uh i was like okay whatever you say um so yeah uh let me see we see the reversed bullets in one of uh one of the guys that is shot when Jamie Foxx is trying to save a guy, uh, trying to save uh, Robin at one point. Um, that was kind of cool. It's just like the bullets come out of him. So it was interesting to see the different power sets and the different special effects and the ways that they would make it interesting to see, uh, you know, people taking this power. Um, let me see what else we got. Uh, uh, Jamie Foxx gets shot, and that's kind of when we see a little bit more where his daughter how his daughter was taken and we learned a little bit more about them jamie fox robin have kind of this uh connection a little bit and he's kind of trying to be like a father figure to her it's still unclear because up until she's basically pulling a bullet out of his back or wherever the hell it went and um and starts rapping to him it feels like there's a, a high chance that jamie fox might kill her and that he doesn't care about her and I feel like tonally that's wrong. The first little bit of this, I was like, I don't even know if Jamie Foxx is supposed to be a good guy or a bad guy. That's the everyone's like, oh, we need to get him. You know, Joseph Gordon Levitt. You need you are going to be taken off the force for using power if you don't get Jamie Foxx. And it's like, uh, okay. And so, yeah, it, the 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 way the the script flips is really quickly and the way that they start trusting each other doesn't feel exactly organic. Um, so yeah, Joseph Gordon Levitt just randomly shows up at this point. Um, pretty impressive once, uh, Oh, Oh, so this is feeds into the next, uh, the next scene with Jamie Foxx going into the, uh, the main place where everyone's watching this one lady by Santee, San. Tigo Rodriguez, um, sorry, Rodrigo Santoro. I <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> this uh, Rodrigo Santoro as Biggie. <laughs> so the lead guy, the lead mobster guy, uh, relatively for the movie, Biggie, played by Rodrigo Santoro. People are like who? It's uh, the sexy Latin dude in uh, Westworld, and so people are ah yes, and in Lost as well. I think. I, I don't remember any. I haven't seen him too many other things. That, um, oh, in 300. Um, you know, we've seen him everywhere. Anyways, Rodrigo Santoro. I don't I don't even know what name I made up. I was like, Santigo Santigas. I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, Rodrigo Santoro. So there's uh, one of the main action scenes is uh, Jamie Foxx kind of sneaking into this, like, what feels like Taken style a uh, secret layer of all these high-powered rich folks that are kind of watching you know this you know uh you know the women or the the pro the quote-unquote prize of what's going on they're, they're watching the drug to get tested and so biggie rodrigo Santo santoro um gives this pill to uh one of the bachelors one of the bachelor's uh wives i guess and puts her in this like cryo 
cryogenic thermo changing temperature chamber, I guess. And we start to see her, um, you know, turn uh, like this icy cool, I believe. And so he's kind of like adjusting the, I was going to say adjusting the flavor, adjusting the, uh, the temperature on her. So that uh, on the, uh, on her chamber thing. And so everyone's watching it. Jamie Foxx is kind of like din 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 in the background. And, uh, I don't know why I'm using the Mario music for that, but he is like din 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 And he's like, whoopsh, whoopsh, whoopsh. and he gets this one guy's like, and, I did hear a complaint about some of the action being a little bit unclear, saying that if the movie really wanted to go hog wild with being rated R, which it should have been, um, and I th it probably would have been considered rated R, it did feel like it was dulled down in some parts. Some parts felt a little bit corny, a little bit kooky, tonally off. Um, the comedy was a little bit hit or miss in some of these parts, but... Um, in the in the one liner zingers kind of thing. I don't think I wrote any really one one liners that were that bad, but they didn't work in a way that were very memorable. So, anyways, uh, what else do we got? Uh, that one that starts the action scene with Jamie Fox. Uh, kind of it. They essentially put the camera in the cryogenic chamber. I keep saying that. I know that's not what it's called. It's some sort of glass chamber. It reminds me of what they had in Westworld. Um. They, this glass round chamber and she is starting to like freeze to death like like all this ice is starting to come out of her uh out of her and she's like slowly freezing and in the background is jamie fox like and like knocking everybody out and it's kind of like a one take as it goes and so it's uh definitely horrifying for one thing but the fact that the camera kind of uh, stays on the lady and focuses kind of in and out of Jamie Foxx in the background, uh, you know, whooping these guys' ass. It's very cool. It does make it allow, it allows Jamie uh, Foxx to actually probably do the majority of those stunts. Um, but it is uh, horrifying to watch and seeing this lady kind of like freeze in real time kind of thing. It's like, oh my lanta. And so, uh, yeah, he's just kind of really. Uh, not to be punny, but uh, cold about it. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, it's an impressive scene. I think the majority of the scenes, with the exception of uh, the special effects CGI on uh, Rodrigo Santoro turning into like some sort of troll man, um, I didn't think that that effect worked very well, but it's still kind of just ridiculous to see. So it's like, oh my gosh. So it's, like I said, I was never bored. And what I noticed is when the effects started to get a little bit too crazy, oh, we got to make him explode. We got to, we got to make it, we got to get him out of here. You know what I'm saying? And so he's like, oh, we got to self-destruct this shit. <laughs> so that's what I, that's what I felt like I did notice in a couple of things. He did turn into this like giant Hulk thing. One thing I noticed on this is uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's accents kind of back and forth with this kind of country uh, New Orleans style slang, I guess. I don't even know what it would be considered. Um, but he's just he's like, this is my city, so this is what I'm going to do. So it's like, OK, um, you know, I'm cool with that. And so uh, what else do we got? Uh the next scene, it essentially we're all culminating after some of these, you know, really cool rap scenes with uh jamie fox i know this is out of order but 
Jamie Foxx and Robin have this one scene with uh, he's he's like use your power you that you know you being able to rap is your power and I've never seen this actress uh, Miss Fishback in anything else Dominique Fishback in anything else besides uh, hearing that she was in the Hate You Give she is an actress that she seems to come off as someone that has a lot of charisma and she has a lot of confidence about what she's doing and she kind of sounds like you know she might be like holding her head down kind of like this kind of playing shy but i feel like you get her kind of going and you kind of just kind of you know get the rap going you get the sat going you're like hey get the back going get the rat going and so you know you just kind of get the you get, i'm not gonna go into a rap right now because <laughs> you know obviously i just feel like She's one of those people that might play kind of coy, like she's like, ah. but I think she is extremely talented. And Jamie Foxx, I feel like is talking to her on and off the screen as saying, you are a black woman. You are in this position. You are in one of the most difficult positions to be in America. And you have this incredible gift. You have this incredible power. Use it. You are going to be uh, remembered. And so. That's what that's what I think is very interesting about the movie. I kind of wish they would have had a little bit more uh, dynamics like that. I, I didn't know if we were going to go into a full on, you know, f uh, rap battle at the end of the movie. I was like, there's no one at the end of the movie who she would be rapping that it would make any sense for her to use that. But uh, I did want it to be um acknowledged in a way i don't i don't really exactly know because it feels like they kind of had a couple things in the air they're like oh she can rap all oh, she has this power oh she you know uh her mother's got cancer one of the main people in the group can cure things like why didn't she cure her cancer i don't know i, I got a lot of questions for you know the, <laughs> the realistic stuff going on i guess um so yeah long story short joseph gordon levitt we got Jamie Foxx. We got Dominique Fishback. They're all heading onto the uh, onto the boat where they have located um, Tracy, who is uh, Jamie Foxx's daughter at this point, or she's been his daughter the whole time. But we found out where she is and what's going on. And so she's on this boat. We have to go on there. Um, and from there, there's a pretty cool. Uh, it kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, Star Wars A New Hope. I know they're like, wait, what? How? Um, when they're trying to go into the, uh, was it the Death Star and A New Hope? And uh, Luke and, sorry, is it is it R2-D2 and C-3PO are kind of like messing with all the switches, trying to open things up. It kind of reminded me of, of that with the same layout on the boat. But long story short, anyways. We're talking about Joseph Gordon-Levitt fighting the arm guy. I was going to try to find out if this arm guy that he fought was in the same movie uh, Climax, maybe? I saw the movie Climax, and I swear this is the same guy. It's, I don't think it is, actually. C.J. LeBlanc. Oh, no, wait. This isn't him. Different guy. Um, Give me two seconds. We are going to scan to see if we can find... The arm guy, elevator bouncer, meme, Tyrell, teacher. I don't think I see him. A lot of actors in here. I might have to look. But, um, yeah, there's this one arm guy who's, uh, let me see, arm guy, Thedius Crane. That's an interesting name. Yeah, I, I don't see the arm guy's name. Uh, kind of Leopard Larry, maybe? Is that is that the thing? Maybe. I don't know. 
I don't know. Anyways, this dude doing his arm arm shiftiness thing with Joseph Gordon-Levitt fighting him. All I got to say is it was a very impressive practical effect what is what it looked like and it kind of reminded me of the same action that lee winnell had with uh shifting the camera when somebody would punch instead of showing it as a long shot or carrying the camera uh, or, or or kind of uh, you know doing like a steady steady shot with it it's like the camera would move with the the punch it's like it's like or something like that or if someone got like uppercutted the the uh, uppercut then the camera would like shift up at the same time but it was it was pretty crazy because he was um joseph gordon Levitt would like try to go for like a fist or sorry a, an elbow or a punch and this guy's you know uh got all these double joints going left and right and he's like moving concave and this guy's leg coming out it's it's, it's just like whoa geez and i think i liked the powers a lot, especially if they could use it as a practical effect. I mean, considering Robin's uh, power was rapping, which didn't exactly co coalesce to much, but I, I did like when people could use, you know, real life powers. You know, the, this guy could probably actually move double jointedly. You know, I've got buddies on here um, that are double jointed and their arms and stuff like that, but not to, not like. Not like that and shit like that. Like that was another level. Um, but I, I wonder if that's the same guy from uh, Climax. Uh, Climax had uh, kind of a crazy scene looking like that. But I don't know. There, there's some dancers that can do that. Um, so yeah. So let me see. There's a very powerful a special effects shot for Jamie Foxx uh, art. He kind of describes this as he's tied up. And he's getting ready to get, you know, released. Um, he has a pill in his mouth. And he's like, you know, the popcorn shrimp or whatever has uh, the power to, like, uh, turn people, like, electrocute people or something like that from, like, a thousand meters. Or, I don't know. Some random fact about shrimp. And apparently that's his power is he's a shrimp or <laughs> or he's got the power of the shrimp and so uh okay and so we do get to see this really impressive special effect shot of like all of this water kind of going around i was i knew the water you know raining on the cargo ship was going to be used for dramatic effect and special effect how many times has that been used i mean was it like a uh, daredevil uses the rain as well um you always got to look out for rain when it's happening. It's always something crazy is about to happen. Um, but yeah, that was a very impressive effect. Everyone just about gets obliterated and somehow he can control it. Uh, um, his daughter has to come save him, I believe, at the end. And uh, yeah, what else? Great special effects. Daughter can heal uh, heal things. Oh yeah, the bald guy. I didn't want to talk about the bald guy that was fighting uh, Jamie Foxx real quick. Um that guy uh that guy's getting work he was also in westworld as well and uh he, he the, the bald guy he's like i think you're one of my friends and i think we saw him in waco as well that that guy's getting some work i, I will say that um although i didn't think his line delivery was that great i'm sorry keep on the line delivery they never give him much lines and everything so keep on with the lines uh let me what else we got my my line delivery on some of these wouldn't be good either, so it's okay. 
Uh, let's see. Excuse me. Uh, her mother gets a fat stack of cash from uh, Jamie Foxx's truck. Um, I will say, I don't really recall where Jamie Foxx got this money. Maybe he got it at uh, MGK's place or one of the places that he was raiding to get the, the pills. I'm still kind of in the dark about it. And I was also a little bit in the dark about how his daughter was correlated, except for healing, with the uh, having some sort of healing power with the pills, and which felt like that was never part of it. I don't know. Normally it's some because of some sort of super soldier thing that it's always leading back to like military. But, um, I will say I thought overall it was entertaining. So the credits, they're stylish, just like everything else in this movie directed by these guys. Very stylish. Um, I like the music kind of leaves off on a positive note. I'd say, I was a little bit bummed we didn't see her actual power, but, it, you know, rapping was still very effective in the times it was, although it didn't really coalesce to her ever using it in a, in a time she really needed it, which I kind of felt like she did need to do it at the uh, the classroom setting. That would have been a great opportunity, um, but still big. I, I think just being able to see her do that is, um, even if it's in her mind, is still still powerful. Um Overall, this is clearly a B action movie that is fill that is fueled by its urban roots in the back. Uh, <laughs> I'm just fucking all of this up. Sorry. Overall, this is clearly a B action movie that is fueled by its urban roots in the black community. Ultimately, it has some good casting, impressive set action pieces, but the story is only half baked. Writing is okay. They didn't gain past the fact of wanting to just give people this random pill filled with power. And then so they said, okay, but why would they want that? Um, to track people. Well, we have cell phones to do that. Why wouldn't we just, you know, do that? Well, we didn't really think that far. Uh, well, okay, so it's like... I couldn't really think of a good reason of why any of these people would want to be tracked uh, besides uh, or why the government would want to track them with the exception of uh, you know, tracking to see what was going on with the reactions of them. And it seems to be definitely not good. And the lady that they're fighting at the end seems to have nothing to have done with the previous course of the movie. It's a, it's one of those double bad guy ending. It's like you defeated the bad guy in the middle of the movie and you're like, oh, fuck, we got to get somebody else to be the big bad at the end as well. And I felt like there was no setup for that either. And so, in conclusion, nonetheless, I thought the three main roles worked. I wanted a bit more banter between uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Jamie Foxx and Dominique Fishback. I felt like Dominique Fishback has has uh, good banter with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and she is relatable with Jamie Foxx, but they never come together, in my opinion, all three of them as like a quote unquote team until like the last few minutes, which uh, really feel like they need some time to have some banter to go across, you know, bounce off each other a little bit, kind of get to know each other. 
Um, so yeah. Uh, Robin and Fox having a go good moment with her uh, rapping and healing him. Like I said, that's one of the strongest moments of the film, and it doesn't really tie much into what's going on, with the with the exception of saying that she has power of some sort. Um, I definitely can see uh, Project Power 2 happening, or just call it something else, honestly. Just keep it going and don't even have to put a 2 at the end. Um, they'll probably bird box this shit and just con continue it is what my guess is going to be. Um, but basically, this feels like Netflix's attempt at kind of having their own superhero um, startup section. But it's also done in a way that's kind of original with showing it as um you know uh urban superhero movie but it also it needs to tie into you know uh something that means something i feel like they skim the surface on so many things on this movie they say oh yes this you know being a uh, a black woman at this time is difficult but how can we improve how can we get better and it's not it, it feels like they just kind of point out problems and stuff like that and they're not exactly addressing how to how to make the make the world a little bit better make it um so that she is going to actually have a fighting chance um and so that she doesn't have to just rely on rap or the fact that her mother's got cancer and all this other th things that she's having to deal with at such a young age it just feels like giving her a stack of cash, telling her to use her rap power is not the answer that should have come from this. It feels like there should have been a little bit more of a, a message, I guess. And that's kind of where I'm faulting this at. I'd definitely give this still a 7 out of 10. It entertained the hell out of me, but when it comes to meaning anything... I couldn't tell you what it, if any of it meant anything. And maybe it's not supposed to. Maybe not all entertainment needs to have a meaning. But I will say if they were shooting for it, they shot a little bit short of it. And maybe in Power 2, they can emphasize um, what they were really gunning for in that at that point. So, um, yeah, I and overall enjoyed Project Power. Um, let me know what you thought about Project Power. Um, what you, let me know what you thought about the review. Um, join us. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us on uh, Twitch. Everyone that is uh, watching live and on VOD could not do this without you and your support. So if you want to get this podcast early, you know, besides getting it, you know, straight up on Twitch live. Um, yeah, we can get you can come on Twitch, Lucky Dog Podcast, ask questions, talk to us, let me know what you thought about Project Power and other TV movies, media, games, whatever we're talking about. Um, you can come on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, we're not live on those, uh, but we do pop up occasionally on those. Uh, we post all of the podcasts early on YouTube, and every Tuesday it's released mastered with maybe a little bit of musical something razzle dazzle um because youtube's all weird about the copyright stuff so i just leave it on the audio version so if you want the master of your version just go on at lucky dog podcast at soundcloud if you want to support the podcast paypal.me slash the lucky dog podcast 
um, for all donations, anything supporting wise that would obviously very much help us at the Lucky Doll Podcast. Um, check the description, check the check the notes for anything that we're uh, the comments. Uh, check all of that out if we have anything we're we're fixing. If we messed up on the podcast, we have corrections or stuff like that. I'm obviously not perfect, uh, but. Uh, we can try to improve on anything that we have messed up on. So that's all we can do. Um, thank you for listening, watching Look at All Podcast, supporting whatever you're doing. Take it easy. And I'm about to pop a power right now. Just what the fuck is my. Power? <laughs> uh, Yes, you are.